Oh, well, next cast knows a lot about geography, too, being that he spends half his time in Italy and the other half here in New York, Connecticut, all over the place. He also knows a lot about soccer because he owns a championship soccer team, and he knows an awful lot about the law because he's the best defense attorney anywhere in the world. He's also very handsome and built like a model. Here he is, my friend, for 42 years, the esteemed Joseph Anthony Tacopina. Anthony, all right. All right, I have a new middle name. Hey, Sid, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> what is your middle name? I forgot. There is none. You're just Joe Tacopina? Cosmo and Josephine forgot, yeah. They were busy. They call that part of the paper. <laughs> just Joseph Tacopina. I don't have a middle name. That's funny. I I'm like Anthony. If I was going to have a middle name, it would probably Anthony. Right, it would work well for you. So you're a soccer enthusiast. Again, you own a team that's won championships, and you do love the sport. And in all, in all seriousness, that was a really exciting game yesterday. I watched it with my son, Gabriel, and it was fun to watch. And I guess I guess the right team won. I don't know. You tell me. No, no. That, that was an exciting game. That was maybe the best soccer game I've ever seen in my life. I mean, that was, wow. a, a, and that was a Hagler Hearns. Heavyweight, a middleweight battle. Calm down. That fight, Hagler Hearns. Oh, yeah, calm down. Yes, they just yes. Did yeah. not stop punching yeah. each other. Yeah. That's what this was. I mean, this was. <laughs> I've never seen a game like this. This was incredible, <laughs> and to an incredible World Cup. Oh, and and of course, you know, for Messi to win this thing was amazing. I mean, he is. Uh, you know, he, he reached the pinnacle. I mean, he's the. He was the greatest. Um, you know, I think this was a singular moment on par with anything in sporting history because this guy is as close as you get to Wayne Gretzky, as far as being the top of his sport by far. Yeah. And and he, he's there. So it's a, it was a great thing for him. Do you think Gretzky is, is, is by far, you don't think guys like Mario Lemieux or Gordie Howe, those guys no. even compare, right? Okay. I, I don't no, disagree. No, not in any sport. Not Michael Jordan. You can't compare Michael Jordan. To no, Gretzky. because no, cause LeBron James and Magic compare with Michael. I agree with you. Or Kareem. Or... No, no, but there's nobody in any sport that compares no. to the greatness of Gretzky. I'm going to give you one stat. Say this is going to blow your mind, but this is a fact. Wayne Gretzky, as you know, is the all-time leading goal scorer in NHL history. Wayne Gretzky is the all-time leading assist scorer yep. in NHL history. Yep. So therefore, he's the all-time leading point scorer in NHL yep. history. Sid, listen to this. If Wayne Gretzky never scored a goal, and he had 800, 900 goals, basically, if he never scored a goal, he would still be the all-time leading point uh, scorer in NHL That's amazing. History. No, I agree. I, I think about, he's... I think, about that fact. No, I think he's the one player in sports that is 1,000% the greatest at his craft, I agree with you, but I have to imagine that when you were watching, because you're a Raider fan somehow, I don't know how, but when you watched the end of that Patriots Raiders game yesterday, you were going nuts. <laughs> that was amazing. First of all, I can't stand the Patriots, so that made it even better. But it also made me feel like, you know, we lost, you understand the Raiders lost seven games by less than five points yep. all year, throughout the season. And they've blown lead after lead. So it was maddening because the game doesn't really mean anything to us because we're gone, we're out. It's another wait till next year's season. Um, but, yeah, that was an insane, insane ending. So, yeah, it was fun, especially because the Patriots took a big hit. Maybe, maybe help the Jets. No, they, they did. Uh, the Jets lost, too, so I'm not sure who they helped, but both the Jets and Pats are now 7-7 seven and seven on the outside looking in. Let's get to some of the – and by the way, our Rangers also in the mix, like the oh, Knicks. Sid. How about this? How about, both, how about both tenants at Madison Square Garden, both the Rangers and the Knicks, have both now won seven straight, both of them? 
Yeah, I can care less about the Knicks for basketball, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but the Rangers won seven in a row, and they yeah. look like a machine. Just Durkin is back to being the best goalie in the world, it looks like. And boy, oh boy, this is going to be an exciting year. This, this could be a Stanley Cup year. I agree. I think I'm going to go on the 27th to the uh, Capitals game. We'll see. I'll, I'll see you there. All right, perfect. There you go. Uh, Eric Adams, he has called out Hochul. He's called out... Uh, Biden, I just went over this with Joe Borelli, Rich Lowry earlier. My opinion is it's never too late, but it is a little too late being that these flights have been happening here for a long time, which Mayor Eric Adams knew about and said nothing until it started to affect his city. So a lot of Democrat leaders sat idly by knowing full well what Biden was doing. Now they're Mm -hmm. upset. I get it. But it cries a little bit of too little too late. And now what are we supposed to do? Yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to do because about 10 to 15 busloads of asylum seekers are going to be coming in the next two days into New York City, a city that, if, if you if you believe what's being said, has absolutely zero capacity to take in any more asylum seekers, right? right? I mean, think about it. They already have more than 31,000 um, of these asylum seekers in the city. They've opened up 60 emergency shelters. They have humanitarian relief centers open, two welcome centers, but there's no place else to go. And the federal government, who's now approving this measure to to end Title 42, is not providing financial support to, to open up. So it's basically saying, yeah, we're, we're done with Title 42. Here they all come, you know, uh, and we're not going to do anything. I mean, New York City has asked for a billion dollars from the Federal Emergency Management Agency and has heard absolutely nothing. So this is really a titanic moment because I don't know where these people are going to go or what's going to happen to the city. And it's not fair to the citizens, again, who walk around and want to have a a, a decent quality of life. And you're going to have people here have no place to go. And what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Screw these people in the city. They vote for Democrats all the time. They almost deserve what they're getting, every one of them. You know, they, they vote for people like Alvin Bragg. They vote for people like Bill de Blasio. They, uh, they run out in droves to vote for Kathy Hochul and all these people. They almost deserve what they're getting. You vote for folks like that, you can have policies like this. Bottom line. I'm sorry. Well, what about the ones who didn't vote for those well, people? I felt bad for okay. them. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I felt bad for them. You're crazy. right it's about crazy. <laughs> Talking about crazy, the uh, January 6th committee is about to wrap things up this morning. And they're going to send over their documents, what they've come up with for the DOJ, with at least three criminal referrals for President Donald Trump. You're an attorney and an awfully good one, Joe Tacopina. Most people I speak to say there's nothing there. Mar-a-Lago, different story. January 6th, there's nothing there. What do you think? Yeah, exactly that. And don't forget, I dealt with the January 6th committee. I was down in D.C. for three days. I dealt with Schiff. I dealt with Liz Cheney. And I have to tell you, <laughs> Schiff is, to me, is the, 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 just the, the poster boy for what politics should not be. I mean, it's so partisan, it's ridiculous. Do you think this is a, a surprise that they're making a criminal referral? That's what this whole dog and pony show was about since the beginning. They didn't care about This is a partisan hit job. And, and Schiff. Well, and I, I interacted with him and dealt with him regarding my client with Kimberly um, Guilfoyle. It, you know, there, there is absolutely you know, anything that he said to you, you, you just had to take it, you know, understanding that the opposite was probably going to happen. <laughs> you know, when we had these private conversations that within literally within minutes, I read about in the newspaper. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it, it was really it was really a fait complete. Like, this is not a surprise, but I don't think it, you know, criminal cases have to be. It's not, you know, these conspiracy cases. That's what this would be. It'd be a conspiracy case. And and it's they're going to have to do more than just say, oh, he said some fiery things at a press, you know, at, at the rally speech or whatever. I mean, there has to be an intent. 
that he wanted these people to go to the Capitol, break in, use force, you know, break into the, the speaker's office and everything else. I mean, that's ridiculous. You're never going to get from there to there with the evidence that they have. I know the evidence that they have. It's just not there. Of course, all these lies about killing cops and as uh, the only person that died that day was was a Trump supporter, a white girl shot dead by a black cop. That was it. The cop that died, Sicknick, died the day later from natural causes. He was not hit with a fire extinguisher. All those things turned out yeah, to be my lies. My client was initially charged with that. So I know. My client was initially charged and you, and you with still have people, And you still have people like Stephen A. Smith and David Muir. These other people go talking about the five cops that were killed that day. Not one cop was killed that day. Not one. No. Not one. No, no, what no, about this story, though, Joe? Uh, You sent me this. The January 6th defendant arrested for allegedly planning to kill FBI agents who had investigated him. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, well, it's it's true that he got arrested. Let's put it that way. But there's some, I mean, some of these guys are repulsively unintelligent. And I mean, some of these guys, (laughs) some of the people who showed up at that rally are repulsively unintelligent. I mean, they just come from a different world than we come from. And and are are disconnected from reality. And when you, if, if the text messages that this guy made were true, um, and and by the way, the guy's name who, who's who's charged is this guy uh, Edward Kelly. He was originally charged, you know, with the Capitol riot assaults and whatever, like everyone else. But now he's charged with with trying to kill an FBI agent or FBI agents because there are text messages there that that lay out a plan oh my God. that that show he's really trying to. He basically, if FBI agents approached, he was looking to have them killed. Um, and uh, it's 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 insane. It's right. just insane. And by the way, even if you thought that, even if you were thinking that, you put in a text message. I mean, no, it's really stupid. that much. No, he's stupid. This guy's stupid. Uh, <laughs> last thing: Are you ready, willing, and able, Joseph Takapina, to admit right here to millions of people on the number one news talk show in New York City and the self-proclaimed best talk show anywhere in America? Are you ready to admit? <laughs> How much money you lost because of Sam Bankman Freed? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, that one I'm ready to admit. Thank God, because I don't, I couldn't understand cryptocurrency. I, still don't, I don't have that that intellectual capacity Good. to understand cryptocurrency. Good. Thank God, because I mean, I, it's, it felt weird to me. It didn't sound right to me. And my God, you know, I mean, when you think about it, when you think about all the things in the cryptocurrency world that have happened, you know, it, it's it was a largely unregulated market that boomed during the pandemic, but has now just been hammered that, you know, by, yeah. by rising interest rates and failure of all these. Yeah, I actually these, thought these, about these you players. when I saw this guy do the perp walk in Nassau in the Bahamas from the hotel in his blue sport jacket to the car waiting for him to put him in jail. I said, I wonder if the guy's got one call, if he called Joe Tacopina. Now, I know you do draw the line in certain spots, pedophiles, yeah. race, somewhere. If Sam Bankman yeah. Freed called you, would you defend him? No, he's guilty. Said, said, no, no. The presumption of innocence You're funny. commences upon payment of retainer. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, so look, he's he looks as guilty as hell. However, right. if he came to my office with a relatively large check, you know what? You really have to look at both sides of that. The you point are here. funny. And you perhaps, funny. perhaps he was doing his best to save that that those those investors. 
you know, for Gacy, uh, right. cryptocurrency money. And, you know, he was really – when he bought real estate for himself, he really was going to share that as a compound <laughs> with his investor group. And, and you know, that plan has not come out yet. You are funny. Hey, you're going to come back again uh, before the end of the week. I'm going to gather up yeah. all my really good friends before we leave for the Christmas holiday and, of course, New Year's because Friday's my last show until – January 3rd of 2023. So we'll do it again. Great appearance this morning, Joseph, as always. I love you. Merry Christmas. We'll talk again at the end of the week. Thank you, pal. Okay, brother. You're the best. Joe Tacopina right here on Sitting Friends. That's a funny line right there. The presumption of innocence is right there at the time that he receives the retainer. And that's true, right? I mean, everybody has a defense attorney. Even my dear friend Arthur Idala, who's a great attorney, he defended Harvey Weinstein, right? So, Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.